The current spoiler warning level is, Saturn Blue. Friends and folks, for this episode you're looking at a spoiler warning of Saturn Blue as we dive headfirst into Sega Saturn and the wonderful world of Virtualon. Um, as far as I can tell, these games don't really have any plot whatsoever, so there's no such thing as spoilers here. Uh, we're just going to talk about some cool robots from Virtualon. Come hang out. Enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista and G. Pour one out for the Vey and the Mercurius. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Dylan. They're not even the complex part. There was so much more, Six. There was so much more. Yeah. Yeah. It's... We'll, we'll redo that episode at some point, but you will... It's... You will never again get the experience of Dylan and I genuinely baffled and upset on air trying to figure out how this machine even worked like looking at art and being like what the fuck am i looking at we won't get that again Just the pure crystallized anxiety i have as i'm trying to describe the caster and the pollux anyway new week new you hopefully yep yeah less We're gonna just... disappeared audacity mm. files Right. We're just gonna ro ro roll a request um, for this week. Why not, right? I have a reasonable number of dice, so that's fun. Okay. W what would it, what would an unreasonable oh. number of dice be? Um, I feel like it would be like last week where I had one. Ah, well, you know. Or it would be like you know, thirty. I think thirty or more seems unreasonable to me. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, okay. Alright. Is it a Gundam machine that I can actually guess, or is it something without a model number? I I I don't know how well you... It has a model number. It's not Gundam. I don't think you'll be able to guess it, but I suppose anything's possible, right? Alright. Um, so let's try. Yeah, shoot your shot. MBV-04-G. MBV-04-G. Ooh, why is that familiar? Oh, that is something very familiar. MBV, what is that? Oh, no! Here's the thing. I know that number. Like, I know what that is. Ah, Mobile that... big video. That doesn't help. <laughs> No, because it's fake. You want to know what it actually is? What? Main Battle Virtua Roy. Okay, it's... Is this Temjin? This is the Temjin. Okay. From Virtual On. I only... Out of all the Virtual On machines, I only got the Temjin because I knew that was on our request list. Uh, but when you said Virtua Roid, it's like, oh, I know what Virtua Roids are. Okay. All right. The Temjin. Uh, the classic friend. All right, um, so, ooh, all right, to start. So, we have the Temjin. Uh, this is a first-generation Virtuaroid from the original Virtualon. Um, 
sometimes the original game is given the subtitle Operation Moongate. Uh, but yeah, um, the Temjin. So, uh, firstly, six, I actually have better art than the wiki in terms of looking at the original Temjin. So give me one sec and I will link okay. you that. Because I've got books. Actually, quite a few books for uh, Virtual On, so this will be helpful. Um, but for the original last, original Temjin, uh, I'm going to link you these four pages because... I mean, these give you all the looks you need uh, of like the pre-rendered model, the in-game model, etc. Um, uh-huh. Then actually, what I'm going to also do is... Well, I might send you the whole thing of pages, because here's the thing. We have to talk about its weapons and whatnot, and it will be nice to have the visual aid, because it does weird things with its weapons, being that this is virtual on. I'm just going to link those two. Okay. All right. Uh, so, initially, I'm going to use that first picture of the very first image I sent you, because, I mean, that's the, uh, you know, that's, that, that, that's the pre-rendered graphic of the Temjin that is, you know, the original Temjin. So, mm-hmm. and it's got the most detail out of all of them, uh, out of all the original representations. So yeah, I'll use that. Um, all right. Let me actually open up the book on my end now. Uh, you know what this head reminds me of? What? This is like that, uh, Jim intercept from, from, uh, discovery. Okay. I can see it. Yeah. Um, so the Temjin, uh, yeah, vir- uh, virtual uh, virtual on design from the first game, uh, kind of the Gundam of virtual on, or it is the representative robot. It is the main, like, primary robot. It is the one you see front and center when you're playing. It's the first one highlighted, etc. Um, these designs for virtual on are all done by Hajime Katoki. Maybe you've heard of him. Um, yeah, so starting with the head, um, as you mentioned with the Jim uh, Intercept comparison, so the head on the Temjin is, I guess starting with the eye, eye area on the front, uh, you've got a blue sort of wraparound visor, like it, you know, it's not just on the front of the head, it also wraps around the sides. And, it's like Cyclops style. Yep, and then it's got a green bar uh, green bar of light in the middle, as well as one overhanging on the bottom. Um, it also has, like, a little forehead guard that's, like, a little, you know, black piece that is separate from the head. Um, the rest of the head is white. Not too much detail on the original head, which, to be fair, these were also made specifically as video game designs. Like, these... Katoki made these in mind for what the Saturn was capable of. And, uh, or, well, I say Saturn, originally an arcade game. Uh, but made these in mind for what, you know, these were capable of. So these have a very particular look to them. Um, so, uh, as you go towards the back of the head, it does have two antenna. Uh, the back of the head is actually a very similar head to, like, a Gundam head, too. You've got, like, it just has, like, the overhang armor hanging over the back of the neck that is shaped similarly to how, like, a lot of, uh, Gundam types will have. Um, Uh uh-huh. And then, uh, for the mask, you've got, like, a little face on the front. It does have cheek vents, uh, 
on the sides of the head as well as then the area that wraps around like the mask a little bit not all the it doesn't wrap all the way around but you know like the two little cheeks in front also have vents uh the face itself though is you've got a single vent cut in the middle kind of like a thick vent cut uh you know square in shape uh that has a line going down from it and then it actually has another uh line like wrapped around like almost like a big smile if you look at it the right way um you know yeah, around the of... mask detail there yeah kind of like like tracing the edge but not quite you know a little off a little inset for detail yeah and then you have a little outer armor because of the way that that uh where that line is drawn um you have a relatively long neck piece on these guys um not uh not too much detail on it though ironically enough the pre-render has less detail than the in-game model here because the in-game model has two pistons on the front mm. of the neck, and in the pre-render actually just has it as a solid gray block, which I just find fascinating. Um, the chest... Uh, very gunpla there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chest, very much like a Gundam-style chest in some ways. At least the upper torso is, though where it gets weird is lower. Uh, so for the upper torso, you've got, uh, around the collar, uh, two cameras, or two glowing green parts. Uh, I always assume glowing green as cameras because of Gundam, but I guess it doesn't have to be. Um, and then, uh, it does, it, the, the, the upper chest is shaped very much like a Gundam chest. You've got, like, two pectoral areas. Instead of having, like, uh, yellow vents or anything, it just has two, like, intake-style vents, like, where there's just big holes there in the chest. Um, then you've got what would look like a, you know, on the front of the chest, at the top, like a cockpit hatch, right? Like you've got the whole little yeah. block there. Um, and then this is all in blue, of course. Yes. Uh, and then where this gets weird though, is this, the torso sections though, unlike a mobile suit are much thinner. Uh, and it does have like a gray set, uh, two gray sections that, you know, plug into the waist there, like the middle one. And then one at the very bottom that kind of tapers outward a little, but it's, it's a lot more thin than a mobile suit. Um, mm -hmm. then moving on to the arms, uh, the sh shoulders, uh, you've got these, I don't know how to describe them, R rectangular shoulders, they go out a little bit, um, for the details on them, um, you've got, on the very front, you've got, like, two, uh, vents, a smaller one on the first bit, and then a bigger square one, uh, towards the outer part. That has, like, a little green, again, inset camera-looking piece. Um, you also have a very thick black line, um, just, like... It's to the point that it looks like it's a mono-eye track, but, you know, I don't I don't think here that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, here it's just, you know, it's a but it's a thick black line that is not... Again, not the kind of detail you typically would get on a Gunpla, mainly because, you know, this would have to be stickers on a high grade or something. Um... And just in terms of its design. Uh, it does have, like, a little orange cap at the end of the shoulder, though. Um, then moving on. The upper arm, you've got a little bit of a gray square at the top of the arm. Uh, you know, the, that's the part that's actually connecting into the torso. Uh, the bicep, you've got some white armor. It does have a gray stripe around the bicep, though. And then more white armor going into the joint. Um... Simple one-way joints on this, actually. Kind of an interesting joint design, because these are not designed 
like like on mobile suits typically you get a joint design where it is obviously like a joint that can be double jointed obvious we've talked about older mobile suits also just not having joints this has like a mm. single joint design it still would have a large range of motion because the um the forearm is kind of hollowed out where the joint connects so it would be able to rotate a lot but it is designed like in a way that y it can actually just be a single joint which is kind of interesting um for the forearm uh around where the joint is connected into you've got two the arm is mostly white but you have two like almost like pyramids with flat ends that are sticking out uh that are in uh that bright orange again um orange verging on yellow it's a very like creamsicle orange color that they mm -hmm. use um well, yeah these almost blunted pyramid pieces sticking out uh as you move down the arm You've got a little bit of gray detail around the edges of the arm, because the arm does have a square shape. Um, so just as you go around on the corners of the arm, you get these little black uh, it, it, like inlaid spots. Uh, do you have a camera on the wrist as well? Or Yeah, I'm just going to call them cameras. They're cameras. They, look, you can see even on like the, um, the major CG model there, like the... Uh, you know, fancy one that they are like see-through. Mm -hmm. These got to be like sensors or cameras. So it has a set of these on like the wrist area on the top. And I think, no, the bottom of the wrist does not have them only the top. Okay. Just was making sure. Uh, and then for the hands, uh, pretty standard hands. It's just your usual gray hand, gray manipulator with a uh, white cover very much looks very gun to me specifically i feel like just that like looking at that hand with that that cream co cover there i'm reminded very much of the uh gym colony command mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of gym in this boy yeah um though interestingly the in-game model actually just makes the hands white just kind of another interesting difference between the in-game model huh. and the cg render um, it kind of has almost like Thunderbolt style, like the fingers have armor on them, so they're all white. Um, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on to the waist, uh, you've got uh, an interesting waist. So you've got a central crotch piece that has like a little black piece with a orange baseball baseball sticking out. Yeah, and it does like it, the the or the orange part does stick out a little. You can tell it's like you know raised a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Then you've got two front skirts, I guess you would say, but they're not really. They're like the barest of joint protection. They're those kind of skirts. They're very like astray or something, right? Like or or double O. Yeah, or like double O, just very minimal skirt. Um, does have side skirts. The side skirts are kind of just big and blocky. No real detail on them though. Actually, again, the in-game model having a little line on them for detail that the uh, pre-render does not have. Um. And then the rear part of the skirt, uh, there's no actual rear skirt. You just have a rear plate uh, that has a, and when I say plate, like it only covers the middle. It, the back of the legs are exposed here. Um, does have a little bit of like venting and such in the middle. It's got it. two buttholes. Fair enough. Imagine if instead of having one, one in the middle, you had one on each ass cheek. Okay. I guess, I guess you could be this crude. Um, moving on to the legs, uh, the upper thighs. Pretty much your standard mecha upper thigh in shape, though it does have a camera on the top. 
as well as, um, at least on the in-game model again, uh, some panel lining going on on the lower part. But otherwise, I mean, it's the upper thigh. Uh, the legs also have a similar joint to the arm, where it appears like the lower leg is more hollow, and the joint is just on top, and it's just, like, wrapped around. Like, again, like a single-joint type design rather than a double joint. Um, mm -hmm. For the knees, you do have, like, these separate knees that stick out. Uh, the um, Then you've got... Um, on the calves, a little bit of just mostly panel lining style detail all over it, right? Like, lots of lines and little holes cut into the sides. And, again, the in-game model actually has a lot more of these panel lining things going on. The uh, the pre-render actually just has, like, gray on the sides of the legs and then two little gray squares on the sides of the knee. You get a lot more of these, like, lines going on on the in-game model. Um... Now, funnily, some huge ankle armor on this guy. Um, really big. Uh, one, it has cameras on it. They kind of have an interesting shape, so they do wrap around, you know, the whole bottom of the leg. It's more like a big cuff of armor. Um, they have, they do have, like, a gray part also on the front, uh, in the middle. And around, like, the sides, though. It doesn't go all the way around to the back. On the back, it's just all white. Um... It's a really good-looking ankle guard. Yeah. Um, also, to go with the good-looking ankle guard, fancy shoes on this guy. Like, they are... Yeah, he's got kicks. Yeah, they, they, they are very Gundam-like in color distribution. Th though I'd say more XS-like in a way, because you've got a black foot with a blue bottom of the foot. Uh, though it also has this little black, like, tread-looking part on the bottom of the foot that makes it look a lot more shoe-like. <laughs> uh-huh. Which is By fun. the way, do you have the XS and GBO2? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Okay. All right. They're giving it away right now. Mm -hmm. Which is which I saw was neat. Um, yeah. yeah. And they also give you a bunch of recycle tickets, and I use those on the RS Jarja because, I don't know, I just want it. <laughs> and I I'm, feel like I'm learning my lesson. When I started, I was a support player, and support players just have been so screwed that I'm like, anytime I see a suit that is almost entirely like like focused on one big ranged weapon i'm like so i'll i'd get shot on right <laughs> so i don't pick it up it depends it depends on the cost it does it um does. the rs is only 550 so i think it's a little bit more okay um i tried playing i tried playing the game all yesterday in a 700 oh my god <laughs> Uh, you know which one is actually pretty good? If you get the mass production Cubely, I've had a lot of luck with that. Oh yeah, that's a fantastic one. And yeah, it's, for yeah. whatever reason, as a support, it works really well. Anyway, uh, finally, the backpack of the Temjin. Uh, you've got a square sticking off the back and a familiar system in the back middle, uh, which is to say it has a Sega Saturn built in, because that's kind of the virtual on thing is, uh, they... Whenever they're doing, like, thrust or anything, uh, while they do have thrusters, certain designs uh, have, like, thrusters and whatnot, um, one of the main power things is uh, the backpack pops open, the, the Saturn pops open, and there's, like, a floating CD there, uh, which is I, pretty cool. I love that effect, actually, in the game. It's fun. It's very cool. And I, you know, listen, I like the Sega Saturn as a thing that I didn't buy when it was relevant right because mm -hmm. i think if i if i if i had been you know like a kid and of the machines i got a sega saturn i'd probably be pissed um i'm the sega child here 
it's not that I dislike it. It's just. Oh no! I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm just saying I, I was the Sega child because so I, I was in this role uh, where we had a but, Saturn and then. My uncle eventually sold it and bought a PlayStation, and that was probably still for the best, even though I like a lot of Saturn games. But I also think, and I, you know, you and I here, we can agree on this, but I think it's very funny to think for the population at large of saying a very familiar console when you mean the Sega Saturn. I mean, I guess, like, that's the problem, is my brain goes... My brain always... I just know that console generation, because I grew up during that so it's easy for my brain to go oh everyone would know the saturn because it was the rival to the playstation and the nintendo 64 no it was not (laughs) i mean it didn't do as well as those two no i mean it did do well enough that they still did a dreamcast though yeah it didn't fully kill sega it, it did better in japan it does have a lot of japan exclusives Weirdly, one of the most popular things to port over to the Saturn, I've learned, though, was, like, visual novels, specifically, weirdly enough. Probably just because it's like, well, CD-quality audio. And a lot of those end up on the PlayStation as well, but there were a lot on the Saturn. Also, I think because the Saturn, Sega did not mind having certain content on their systems that PlayStation does not allow. Because, like... Even with M-rated games, PlayStation, like, Sony does not usually allow, like, full frontal nudity, though. Uh, Mm. I did find out a lot, so a lot of visual novels that get ported to the PlayStation and whatnot are usually edited, right, for content. Uh, the Saturn ones, quite a few were not. And I think that was why the Saturn had, like, a visual novel, like, thing going on, because... Um, yeah, I found that out while I was going through, because I go through, there's, like, this really nice Sega wiki, uh, whenever I was, like, looking at games I want to try, because, you know, I'm just going through the games in alphabetical order, and I noticed that they have, like, an, they have their own rating system. Uh, it's, mm. uh, I believe, oh, Sega Retro was the site that I use, right? And that's where I found out, oh, like, Sega used their own rating system, at least in Japan, for, uh, the games. They weren't using, like, you know... Uh, whatever the I don't know what the modern equivalent for Japan is of like ESRB, but they had you know they had their own rating that was by Sega, and I noticed that they actually have like an like basically an equivalent of an AO that you know the the rating that never really gets used, mm-hmm. which I just I thought was fascinating, and I wondered if that's prob if that had anything to do with the Saturn having a bit more success. I don't know for sure. I don't know what the the um you know tenor I mean, Saturn in Japan was. I just know it has a lot more games in Japan than it got in the US, I'll say that. I think if you look at, like, Steam these days, you know, underestimate the adult game audience at your peril. Yeah. Um, anyway. But, uh... Okay, so, yeah, this is powered by a fancy engine that happens to look like a Sega Saturn. Uh, does this even have a name? I think this does have a name for, uh like, what these are called in-game. Because it's not just saying, hey, we have a Sega Saturn on the back. Oh, the V-Converter, right. I believe these are the V-Converters. Um, now, these guys have a lot of... Uh, if you're on the wiki, uh, you can see they have a lot of names for things like the armor and whatnot. Um, not gonna go over all that, because that would be insane. Because they have things like Pelvic Girdle, uh, as, as that has, like, a, a model number. Uh, but, they have a lot of details on things, yeah. Yeah. A lot of but numbers. what I will go over is the weapons. So, starting with its primary weapon, uh, it has a large beam rifle. 
Um, this beam rifle is a pretty cool design. It's actually very fancy, and that's probably why it sticks out. Uh, funnily enough, actually looking at the design of it um, and thinking about Katoki and how this is in 1995, so a couple years after Victory Gundam, this feels like a Victory Gundam weapon almost. Yeah, it remi- it also reminds me, though, I think Victory is a good touchstone as far as execution of the uh, blade rifle that the Wound Ward has. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so the design is, um, towards the back, you have a little bit of a stock that is orange, uh, then you've got, like, a blue piece, um, then in the center bit of the gun, you have the handle sticking down, there's a little guard on the handle, uh, on, like, the top and bottom of the gun have these, like, parts that stick, these triangular parts sticking out, and on the bottom, um, it has a part that extends back into the bottom of the handle, uh, and then on the top... Uh, it just has, like, a black backing. Uh, these feel like these would be, like, scopes or something, just given the bright mm-hmm. orange color on the front. Um, I'm curious, though, like, given the design of this thing, I guess I, I have two questions. One is that stock, both are about the stock piece. One is, is that, like, an E-pack, given the way it attaches? Like, an ammo pack of some sort? Obviously not literally an E-pack. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I could see uh, it being that, but... No clue. Uh, and then also looking at its animations for shooting, uh, it doesn't use it. It more it seems to more use it as like a counterbalance, like it does the tuck it under the arm thing. Yeah, yeah, because this fires this gun. Yeah, it fires the gun from like the hip, uh, which is interesting because you know usually when you get something too big, to be fair, you can even see on the in-game render there it has it like over the shoulder initially there, and that's how you're used to these mm. being fired. But it actually fires these uh, mostly from the hip. Um. Yeah, I don't know if it's just, like, meant to be a counterbalance or if that's meant to be a clip at the end, because it does evoke that. Um, doesn't have, like, a reload animation in-game is the thing, so... Sure, of course. Obviously, bit hard to judge. But, um, extending out for the barrel, though, the barrel is made of, like, a top and a bottom piece that end in very sharp points and kind of resemble, like, you know, like, it being a blade rifle. Uh, you do also have some long green, like, camera-like parts on the, uh, sides of it, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, this, uh, beam rifle is also, ex- uh, has, is able to extend, and it's also the beam sword. It is a very long beam sword. Uh, very, like, Zeta style. Um, it doesn't switch the way it holds it or anything. It still just holds it by the handle but you can see it's swinging here and you can see it extends a very long ah, that's blade. significant uh-huh um it's because the way melee works in these games is you don't really you you swing your melee weapon only as a melee weapon when you're actually in like near point blank range oh it's like sort of a context sensitive attack button yeah the way that like at least for the melee attacks now uh there's ranged beam sword attacks as you can see because you can see it's uh, in some of those screenshots there it is firing away from the sword which mm-hmm. i was gonna mention these so like the beam rifle it has its normal shot um but also depending on the move you're doing so the normal shots are just these long blue shots uh that you know look nice uh however it also has when you fire it while dashing you can see that the shots are kind of more compressed. They're kind of more almost like a like cylindrical shape. They're thicker, which is just kind of interesting. And then uh, 
believe this is the crouch attack, and they they the shots just appear a little bit shorter during the crouch attack. Just a silly, interesting thing with how this game works. Um, now a weapon that I've mentioned or I didn't mention, but it has is it has a throwable bomb. Um, now while this is not visible on these pages really, like because there are screenshots of it using it, but you know these are in-game screenshots. And this is a book from, like, the 90s. So, yeah. even with this being good quality scans, I mean, the screenshots can only convey so much. However, Temjin, give me one second. Uh, there is a, um, there is a metal composite, uh, Temjin. Uh, and Ooh. luckily for us, this has the grenade in hand, so or the bomb in hand, so you can see what it looks like. Um... So here's the design. You can tell it's Katoki doing this because it now has a bunch of extra decals. Uh, and yeah, so the way the bomb appears, this grenade that it throws, uh, it's it's like a weird ball with a bunch of spikes on it. Uh, very geometrically, like, pattern-oriented. Mm -hmm. uh, looks cool. It's just kind of a cool little thing. Um, some extra, like, details, too, now that I look at the metal composite here. Uh, the metal composite... Uh, does some interesting things. Namely, the rifle is more square when it's in the rifle mode. Uh-huh. You can see there. Yeah, this, this feels like a bit of a redesign, to be honest. Uh, actually, now that I look at it, um, I think that is... is it, sorry, it does have both types of rifles. So that's actually... It has a devoted, like, big rifle like that now, which is interesting. What do you mean both types of rifle? What uh, are you talking about? Look at the rifle in the picture I sent you, and then look at the rifle in this picture, too. Sorry. It has two types of rifle, is what I should have said. Oh, I see. I see. This is, I didn't realize there was a second. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But what is that What is that first one you showed? What is the more boxy one from? Is that, like, from a, from subsequent games, or? Uh, I think that is specifically... Let me look it up. I think I know what that is from, though. That, I believe, is from... Um. What is that prototype of the Temjin called? Hold on. Just trying to remember what the uh, exact lineage of this machine is. Uh, ah, of course it says variants to be added. God damn you. Of course I cannot rely on the virtual on wiki. Um, give me one sec. Uh, let me look in this book. Um... There is a an earlier Temjin that uh, basically uses a rifle that I believe is similar to in design to that one. Is it the MBB-04D? MBB-04D. Um, MBB-04D. It has a name. Uh, look, uh, you know what I can... Oh, wait, no, it's oh, X the XMU. That must be it. The XMU-04D, original version of the Temjin. Yeah, is that... Okay, hold on. I think that's it. Let me look up XMU04 Virtual On. Actually, you know what? I know who has this. Uh, Dalong has the model of it, so... Because Kotobukiya, incidentally, did some models of these. Uh, some surprisingly good-looking models for Kotobukiya. Um, I have the Viper, too, because that's actually my favorite Virtual On machine. But, uh... Give me one sec, I'm just pulling it up. Um... The thing is, it is playable in some games. Oh no, it's the 1080 special, right? Uh, 
Now, actually, I forgot. This has a very goofy rifle that is similar but not the same. Hold on. Look at this thing. We'll talk about this guy in a, in a little bit anyway, but, uh... Aha. I forgot. That has just a cut-down rifle. Yeah, I don't actually know where that rifle design comes from, then, that thick uh, square rifle that it has the uh, more traditional rifle design. Um, it might be... Uh, it might be unique to this figure, honestly. Um, hmm. Just because... In-game, he just uses the... You know, the, the beam rifle and the sword are the same thing. Speaking of... Mm -hmm. Uh, cool sword effect part for the uh, metal composite. Yeah, this is a cool kit. Oh, or figure in this case. Yeah, but, sorry, not kit, which is why I, which I is the reason I would possibly not buy it. So I, I just yeah don't want to get people excited for being able to build a Temjin. Uh, the Kotobukiya one's the way to go for that. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, so the bomb. Um, way back on the original topic. Uh, when thrown does a big spherical explosion. Uh, which looks really cool because it's using Saturn-era graphics. And I think the game is very colorful and very neat looking. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, so... We've talked about the colors on the Temjin also, right? Which are the blue and white and everything. Uh, there is a second mm -hmm. player color. Uh, and actually, there's a bunch of other colors in the PC version as well. Um... So the one I'll talk about, though, is uh, usually the two-player color uh, replaces all the blue with red, basically. All the other colors are the same, uh, but it does blue with red. Actually, it does do one other difference. Uh, the gray is almost has like a slight greenish tint to it, weirdly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't think this looks very good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look terrible, but it looks clearly inferior, yeah. I would say. Uh, there's also on the wiki, uh, they mentioned the MBV04E6 on the wiki, if you... You look this up on, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and uh, that's in almost like a gold, and it's interesting because even the white has like a slight warmth to it in a way that is kind of neat. Yeah, it like it looks it looks very orange, but the way the shading is applying to this, yeah, maybe it's more supposed to be a gold or something. It looks it looks weird. Uh, it looks weird. Yeah, and actually, what I'm gonna do is because I, I this is the only unit I can do this for anyway is I'm gonna open up because I have the. 1997 PC port of this game, because it actually works on modern Windows. Uh, at least if... Well, it can work out of box, but it does have a thing that you can uh, do. And let me uh, quickly, now that I have that this open... Is, this is interesting. So, obviously, don't take this as a primary source. Uh, there's a P uh, Steam game, a PC game called Mass Builder, yeah. which is not very fun. But the building part of it is pretty cool. It's a mecha building and then piloting game. It's supposed to be like Armored Core. And here's a person who's recreating all of these designs in it. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it does give you some insight into what they're attempting, at least. Like, it does... You can tell here, like, okay, clearly it is mostly supposed to be gold with bits of orange. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it there. Also, some of the weirder colors that come up in the PC version. You have two shades of green, weirdly. You have the dark one and then a lighter one. Okay. Dark one looks decently good. The light one looks bad. Uh, a, a slightly alternate red one. Uh, I don't know why they have this. I guess the feet are more orange on it, but... Uh, sure. And then matching the 1080 special, there is a monochrome gray one. It still has the okay. orange, I guess I should say, but, you know, 
Yeah, that one looks alright. And then there's the purple one. Okay, this looks good. This is, you know, your your Eva tribute unit, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, like, another yellow one. Um, I actually don't know uh, if these have, uh, like, looking at them real quick, I don't know if these have any, like, basis in the other games, because obviously the PC version actually has, like, some unique things to it. Mm-hmm. Weird, weird PC port of the game. Also, um, appearance-wise, it actually has the, it, it is the best-looking version of the, of the game, but it still follows some of the limitations that are on, like, the arcade hardware. Like, for instance, on the arcade version, as well as on the PC version, um, the explosions, oh, and on the Saturn version, the explosions are not using translucent, uh, explosions, seemingly. They are using, like, dithered effects. Like, it, huh. it, it has dithering, uh, in order to do it. Like, where you have every other pixel is just see-through, and then... Because transparency effects were, from what I know, difficult to do on the Saturn. Uh, that's why a lot of video games that are, especially, like, 3D games on the Saturn, you will actually notice that, like, the shadows are dithered, or, like, other effects like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because the only way you can really get the effect of having something be clear especially on a CRT, is by alternating the, um, you know, the pixels in a way that I don't know if it would even be as perceivable if you were playing on, uh, like, uh, a CRT. Obviously, when you're emulating now, it is something that you notice. Um, Right. uh, A good example, actually, would be um, there's a Mega Man X4 port for the Saturn. And if you look at the uh, light back here, you can see that this light layer is using a dithering instead to do the transparency. Whereas, like, on the PlayStation version, it's just yellow transparent parts. I mean, it's a little known effect, actually. It's, it's really clear here in your, your demonstration here, but actually all transparency effects in all video games are dithering. Really? No. No. I was going to say you're wrong, because that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Why would you say, why would you lie? <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes it's just anyway, feels nice to lie Anyway, you can see the bit. PlayStation version there, though, for that. You can see. Now, I guess the reason I, like, kind of, like, was weird about that is because now some modern games actually use a mixture of transparency and dithering. You can notice this. For whatever reason, a lot of games on the Switch do this, like Breath of the Wild does this and whatnot, when there are objects, like, in the foreground. Um... Also, yeah, that's like, true. Genshin Impact, I believe, does this too. Like, there's a couple of games where when there's an object in the foreground and your camera is going through it, it uses both making the visible pixel see-through, but also using dithering. Like, I guess just to make it even more apparent that you are looking through something. Um, uh-huh. Just something I've noticed that modern games have used sometimes more than, like, the middle, more, like, middle generations of games. Uh, anyway... Uh, lots of color schemes for this guy. The Temjin is, though, this is the classic guy. Um, alright. So, variants on this. There are variants. Um, sadly, not really visible ones, uh, for our listeners. Though, I guess I will, I mean, I'll send you the picture of six. So, if uh-huh. you want, you can upload it. I mean, you know, I'll upload it. Up. You've kind of put me in a position where I have to. It's fine. I, um... Should I, we could cut that out and I can act like, uh, I'm just going to send these to you. <laughs> I want to do a good job for folks. That's fine. Well, uh, so 
me pull up the first one. Uh, some of these do have entries, luckily. For instance, the 1080 Special has an upgrade. Um, or has a uh, wiki page. Oh, though I did notice it doesn't have any pictures on there. Huh. Interesting. Uh, technically, I guess... Oh, no. The 1080 Special is technically a second-gen design, so I'm not going to talk about that yet. But it is the mass production uh, Temjin, and it is meant to be more evocative of the first-gen. Uh, well, then, in that case, what I will bring up is this Temjin. Uh, unfortunately... I only have the uh, name of this. This is the Temjin The Shadow. That looks cool. Uh-huh. Uh, and, funnily enough, if you look at the backpack, it's using a different model of the Saturn. Instead mm. of using the white one, it's using the gray and black Saturn. Now, all these were different Saturns that existed in Japan, but it is amusing to me that it uh, has the Saturn. That is like a different model of Saturn there. Um, yeah, this is a black and orange uh, Temjin um, that has little decals on it, uh, th it, which include, on the sh front of the shoulder, it, it just says Shadow, and I believe that's the kanji for Shadow, possibly. And there's a little moon. And then it also uh, has... Oh, sorry. Uh, it, it appears it is its, its model name as SDK slash 04 Shadow 04. Uh, it has, around the edge of the shoulder, uh, on the inner part of the shoulder, it has a caution tag. Very Katoki to have that. On the outer part, it has, like, a bunch of Japanese writing. And it also has these on the wrists, as well as the ankles. Which is interesting. Just, I don't know what it would say. Uh, it's probably a pain to translate, given that it is obviously stretched around the armor, but... Oh, and it also has it around the front of the torso, too, there. <laughs> Also, as a garter around the left leg, it has the SDK-04 and then an orange stripe, which is cool. Um, yeah, this is a cool-looking, uh, this is a cool-looking variant. Um, trying to see if there's any other original Temjin variants in this. Oh, actually, okay, so here's the thing, Six. Mm -hmm. Take a look at this. Look at that rifle. Does that look familiar? Oh, that's that's the 1080, it says. Uh-huh. But it's not the exact same 1080, I think. Um, because it does have this right after. And um, I would need to look at the bottom of the page to compare. Because this is the more classic one that we know. Um, well, it says that there's a 1080 and a 1080 special. Perhaps okay. that's the distinction. Yeah. Because this We're one says VR 1080... Oh, VR-1080 with MPBL uh, is why I'm assuming that W slash is, is. So I think the MBPL is the weapon there. And then you have the 1080 special with CGS Type A1, which is the uh, the other gun. The 1080 special, though, is basically a great Temjin that uh, it lacks the um, antenna on the back of the head. It also has a bit more of a defined face. like uh, It has more of a chin going on on the face. Mm -hmm. Um, it also has a couple of extra details because the 1080 Specials model is actually based on the, uh, Temjin that appears in Oratorio Tangram, like the upgraded Temjin. So you actually have some of the extra details from that, specifically 
on the torso, like, you have these little extra, uh, colored, par- colored in parts, uh, that are, in the case of the 1080 special here, in gray. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got another camera there, too? Yep, it's got a camera on the, co- in the collar inset area, and then also on the front of the torso there. Um, but then it's also missing some cameras, like, the ones on the wrist, uh, it doesn't have anymore, it's just got, like, a little black hole in the wrist. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, the, 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 this is like the idea of a mass production Temjin, though, is what's going on with the uh, 1080 special. It's it's a fun little guy. Now, for the actual uh, main character, because I'm going to have to describe this a bit more, and it has some similarities to this anyway, uh, of Oratorio Tangram, here we have the Temjin, uh, the MBV707F Temjin, um, which... It is a bit of an upgrade. It's a pretty cool design. Uh, also has some really cool backpack verniers that we'll talk about. I just want to send you those, though. Actually, has thrusters. So, for this design, uh, the head is uh, very similar to the Temjins. However, a couple of changes are here. Uh, one, it's obviously more detailed because this is... We have moved on to being a Dreamcast-era game slash later arcade uh, hardware. Um... So, the head now has, in the white part on the top above the visor, it has a big camera inset in the head. It also has two little, like, bolt pieces on the side that are visible. Um, it also has some cuts in the base, like, where it meets the visor, just to add some visual detail, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, the visor is actually pretty much the same design, funnily enough. It's the blue wraparound visor with the you know, two, uh, two visors, the one in the middle and the one on the, hanging off the bottom. Um, on the back of the head, it does have some extra detail, namely, the back of the head is now, like, has a bunch of blue on it, uh, going all the way down to the middle of the back of the head. Uh, also has some yellow, like, pill-shaped, uh, indentations going on, on it. Uh, they're in sets of three. There's some on the flat angle on the top of the head and some on the back of the head. Uh, you also get these little yellow pieces that wrap around on the back uh, below the two horns. Um, this makes me think really heavily of an era of Super Robot original machines, mm-hmm. where they're, frankly, a little over-designed. Fair. Um, the uh, middle of the head is now uh, also, like, gray, so, like, where the cheek or where the sides of the head vents are, like the temple vents... They are gray, but it does still have those little uh, white cheek vents. They just have a bit more detail. You have uh, two little cuts in them, and then the area where the vent comes out is actually similar to some of Katoki's Gundams. Uh, specifically, I believe... Oh, I know one of his Gundams does this. I think it might be the Verkov, the Arc 78, has like the layered vents on the cheeks like this. Uh, we've definitely seen it before looking at Gundam machines. Um, But yeah, uh... Still has a long neck, uh, just relative to, like, our usual necks on, uh, mobile suits and whatnot that we talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot more detail on this model, obviously. Um, on the collar area, you do still have the two cameras. However, on the edge of the collar, like, where the, uh, arms connect into, you actually have these two, like, vertically tall, like, shoulder, uh, or, like, sides of the torso connection pieces. Um, they have these little yellow, uh, like details on the front of them that are nice like these little wedges that are plugged yeah, in these little orange things yeah um then for the chest vents you've got 
the black cuts on the vents uh for the vents but on the top of the cut you actually have like a you know panel and the panel has uh those little yellow uh cylindrical parts uh this time in groups of five on there you also actually get a decal that they are able to put on this um on the uh top middle of the chest uh still has a very um still has a very thin chest overall like the middle of the chest still looks like a cockpit but when you get to like the two torso segments they are still much thinner than something you would get out of gundam the middle torso segment is in orange the bottom is in gray and the bottom one in gray actually has some extra detail on it it's got some like little circular parts on the um outer like edges of it uh oh also on the sides of the torso forgot to mention hanging on the bottom like in the i guess in the the armpit area you have uh two more cameras um Hmm, yeah that are sticking down uh for the shoulders similar shape to the original temjin shoulder uh you know it's like an armor plate on the front and back uh that are a little bit separated from the one on top uh you've got a camera visible on the um shoulder and then you've got a white armor piece that has those has six of those uh little cylindrical uh yellow details um and then it's still yeah, has given the... the oh sorry Given the detail on it, it seems like the like the blue is like armor that's coming in over top of this inner white with orange pills section. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the end cap of the armor, kind of similar to the original, you've got a bunch of uh, yellow pieces. Though you've got three of them on this. You've got like you got to stop saying yellow. These are orange. Orange. Sorry. It's, yes. Uh, orange. Look, sometimes I was saying orange earlier too. To be fair. Yeah. True. And also, I know you have your your color shifting app that makes all the colors wrong so no hold on the very frequently on the show when we disagree about colors i end up on this on the correct side to be fair just thinking on prior what arguments what okay nothing what i am vindicated what? more often than i'm than you're right <laughs> when it comes to this i don't think that's true uh, I think this is both of us walking away with our own original opinions we started with. Uh, if the okay, very frequently when we've had these debates, uh, the listeners have agreed with me, and I'll take that as a win. Have they? Uh, I'm trying to remember the last time we had a color argument. <laughs> I always feel like we come Invented out on top. a whole world in your head. <laughs> I always feel like I come out on top on these. Anyway, on this case, I agree that they are orange. Now, it's a very creamsicle orange. Oh, yeah. It is sure. a very yellow-orange-orange, orange, but... Very bright, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm trying to remember the last time. I hate it, because we've had a lot of these, but I can't remember the last one we had. Um. Anyway, the bicep. Uh, bicep, you have white armor uh, with a black, almost like a uh, ripple-like detail going on. Uh, mm-hmm. With, like, the way it has this black indentation going around the uh, radius of the... Uh, bicep and then uh a little bit more white arm on the bottom uh the way the joint plugs in it does end up being like more of a double joint than the original designs had uh you can actually visibly see the double joint going on um though the design of the arm is still actually very similar to the original it's just they bothered to put a double joint in there instead of it being a single joint um the Forearms, also pretty similar to the original Temjin, just up with uh, up detail that still has, like, the blunted pyramids on the outer parts of the arm. It still has, like, 
the camera on the wrist where where it gets different is um around where the hand is connected in you've got these blue wraparound uh wrists uh going on that have a little bit of yellow around the uh cuff at the end um and then these blue parts have on the bottom a little bit of gray paneling um then for the hands uh classic katoki hands you've got gray manipulators and they've got the hand cover that looks like a Gundam hand cover. Mm-hmm. Pretty standard. Um, for the waist, uh, pretty similar design to the original Temujin as well. You've still got that big yellow piece in the middle, or orange piece in the middle uh, on the top, but it's... It, it takes up more of it. Instead of it being like a black part with a little yellow or orange ball in it, uh, it is just a sort of cylindrical orange piece now. Like, it's it's bigger. Right, like the uh, little mm-hmm. round part that's in there. Uh, it does have two front skirts uh, that are, again, the very minimal st- uh, styled ones. Uh, they do have orange parts on them as well in the middle. Uh, side skirts are pretty much the same. There's a little bit of extra like detail on them. There's some holes, and then it has a caution tag on the, uh, the out-of-game render. Uh, for the rear skirt, um, easier to see here. Hold on. Uh, I have a version of this that doesn't have the uh, backpack attached. Uh, so for that, you can see it, it It actually has a bit more going on with the rear skirts than the original. It actually has the back of the legs covered a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So it does have like these two small rear skirts. They've got like a little circular piece in the corner and two little vent cuts on the bottom. Uh, and then in the middle of the uh, butt piece, it's just a big orange square uh going mm-hmm. all the way down the the detail so the back of the legs have this blue armor plate that looks like maybe it's movable because there's it used to be you know there's the hole for the thruster in the previous version and it looks like maybe like maybe this opens up for a thruster uh yeah i don't actually know um for sure um but uh yeah so you mentioned the blue on the back the front of the uh thigh armor though is Mostly just white. Uh, it does have these cameras on the top of the thigh still, and does have some cuts on the very top of the armor. Um, also has its model number uh, on the thigh uh, with the MBV seven hundred seven, and it mentions DNA. We'll talk about that. Uh, the DNA and RNA versions of uh, these, because there are two companies in uh, Oratorio Tangram, which is the game this comes from. Uh, so the joint you have a more classic kind of joint going on with the leg here again uh you can actually see the visible thing instead of it being you know like more hollow um still has a separated knee piece the knee has like these cameras on either side uh on the sides of the um on the sides of the calves it has these bright orange pieces that are just kind of like Basically, the way the armor is cut, like, a thing I like about the detail on this specifically is that whenever there's a different color, it's actually like there's a cut in the armor and it is like a different piece of armor rather than it just being painted armor, which I think is kind of a unique look to these. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also see it with the blue armor on the uh, below the knee there. Um, and then it also has some holes cut into the leg. Uh, You've got these very detailed little... Uh, Tra- trapezoidal parts on the sides of the uh, calf near the bottom uh, right before the ankle armor that have a bunch of like holes in them 
And then on the very back, you also have uh, some blue armor, and then you can see some of the inner frame for the foot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, ankle guards still has the huge ankle guards. Um, even more detail as these designs are wont to do. Uh, specifically, you've got black armor on the top that now has uh, some white in the middle that has those pill-shaped parts. Uh, and it's got some yellow armor on the sides of the top of the ankle armor. Uh, and then also a blue piece. And then on the back, you've got a caution mark with an orange piece on the bottom. Uh, it also has the camera still on the ankle guard. And the rest of the ankle guard armor on the front and the sides is mostly white. Though you have a little bit of blue on the sides of the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, or bottom of the sides. Uh, as for the feet, you still have the very shoe-like feet. Uh, even more so here. Um, the top section of the foot, you've got kind of an orange piece on the top toe section, uh, blue armor with the little pill-shaped white armor, or, sorry, white armor with the pill-shaped orange parts in the middle, uh, some orange parts on the sides, uh, white armor on the back. You've then got, like, a blue, a layer of blue armor that wraps basically all the way around, though it has a part that goes down, uh, to be a bit of a heel there. Um, Mm -hmm. and then the bottom of the foot, you have some mostly white, uh, with some blue layers going on. Uh, some of the blue layers are connected to the top armor and then, uh, some of them are not, uh, very shoe-like feet. (laughs) Yeah. I like this design. Um, I will briefly mention, um, a, a related design, a prototype of this that addresses my one problem. I think color blocking wise, this is just too busy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and there is the uh, XVR RP zero seven zero seven Temjin, which mm-hmm. is the prototype, which is white and blue, and I think it addresses this issue and looks better. It does look pretty good. I will say that I, I do like that one quite a bit. Um, but yeah. Uh, then for the backpack of this guy, you've got still Sega Saturn. Uh, though, so that's because when this came out in arcades. The Saturn was still out, because this came out in 1998, I believe. And I believe it was Mm. right before the Dreamcast came out. In the Dreamcast version, uh, these are changed to Dreamcasts, I will say. But you can see it's still a Saturn on this render. Um, And you can see, actually, the model uses the Dreamcast. Well, not the model. Yeah, the... yeah. Or, yeah, that the the one you linked there. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. little... uh, What is that? Volks? Oh, yeah, that is a model kit. Yeah, Volks. Uh, The other ones who do the... uh, uh, the five-star stories model I have. Anyway. Uh, also on the backpack, though, it does have two sticking out of the sides of the Saturn slash Dreamcast. Two little Tulkis-like arms connected to basically two super verniers. Uh, the vernier pods that are connected, um, they're, like, white on the... They're, they're pointy. They end in a white point on the top. Uh, they have these little orange details on the side. Uh, then it goes blue towards the middle. They have some, like, little holes cut into the sides. Uh, on the very uh, back of the these in the middle, you've got these big orange uh, extended hexagon, co- like column-like hexagon there. It has a little hole in it. Um, the bottom of these uh, are white. And then on the sides, you have two bits of white armor that stick down all the way, though. Uh, they, they go down further, and they kind of... There's one on each side, and they kind of meet in the middle. Uh, they have a little bit of orange detail on the inside and outside of them. These pop open whenever it is doing... In a weird way. Mm -hmm. They look strange. 
yeah, whenever it's boosting, these pop open. Yeah, they don't, like, move the whole thing. It instead moves uh, just the bottom half. You can see there's, like, the black area where there's the uh, joint for it moving out. Mm. Um, so these kind of bend outward. Uh, the tops of these also pop up, and then you see a revealed, like, flat plate uh, in the middle. Has these kind of crisscrossing uh, blue parts on the inside. And then there's also a bottom plate that pops down that you can see in the before and after there that also has more of these. Um, very Super Vernier-esque, which makes sense given that this is also still Hajime Katoki. There is also an alternate color scheme for this. Uh, specifically, though, the alternate color scheme in this is used by the other company, which is RNA. Because I don't know the exact story, but I believe... The company from the original Virtual Lawn split into two. Either that mm. or in the original game, uh, it, it's possible that in the original game, DNA and RNA are there, and it's just each machine is either a DNA or RNA machine, whereas in this, there are DNA and RNA versions of both. And they have... The, the thing that makes that interesting is they actually have different decals. Like, if you look at the thigh decal, instead of having the... Um, the normal stripe with the uh, model number. It instead has like an, a printing of an eye. Still has the model number around it, but it has like an eye print, which is kind of cool. Uh, the RNA colors are kind of just the two player colors from the original game though, where it is, you know, mm -hmm. the red and orange instead of the blue and orange. Um, so for this design also, uh, luckily this book I have has these pre-renders. So, has a slightly upgraded rifle. Uh, it's pretty similar to the design from the original game. Just, again, more detail, right? You've got extra orange parts going on. Uh, the back, like, the back hanging bit behind the handle, stock, whatever, counterbalance, whatever you want to call it, is a little more streamlined. Mm -hmm. The gun has a bit more overall symmetry, like, when you, like, draw lines through it, is what I feel mm -hmm. like they were going for with this. Still has the thing where... The handle is protected by a guard that extends out from an orange piece, uh, and then it has the top part, which is, like, fitting in for a scope. Uh, this also has an alternate, um, I remember right, uh, this is used for some of its attacks. It has a big beam cannon it can whip out also. This is a different beam cannon. You can kind of tell from the design. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh... So it's a bigger, thicker beam cannon uh, that um, it kind of pops open like a uh, kind of like mm, trying to think of like the best comparison. I guess like the Virtue Gundam's bazooka is kind of what this reminds me of a little bit because mm -hmm, it pops out mm -hmm. far and it's it, like, you know, the way that these two rails go fires a big beam. Uh, I do like that it has a. Uh, two handles you can see it more uh more from the back here you can see it has two handles so it grips it kind of from the middle and you can tell that those are counterbalanced because those both go under the arms there uh it's just kind of an interesting design uh this weapon also has an a different mode which is uh it uses for one of its attacks which is kind of basically a giant sword surfboard when it's folded up okay yeah it's kind of a giant surfboard when it's folded up. Um, and it can ride that into an enemy. So that's fun. Uh, yeah, and it also still has a bomb, and I think the bomb's pretty much the same design. Uh, you never get renders of the bomb because 
they look they need to add another weapon and the bomb is what it has um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah uh so yeah that's the uh oratorio tangram uh temjin uh trying to see if this has any other variants or anything but not really that i'm seeing i, I mean there is the um there's the one that you mentioned there the prototype right there's also there's this custom here um pull up the this is the VR707 Temgym Type 8-3. Yeah, is that from Virtual on Force originally? Uh, no, this, this is, is from, Ace uh, from Night of the White Rainbow. Yes. It, obviously. Okay. <laughs> of course. It has, yes, because this has like photo novel stuff going on. Um, give me one sec. Oh! Sorry, uh, minor detail, because I noticed a different art book actually has a render that's not in my other book. Uh, the bottom of the shoe has this, like, interesting, weird, like, hexagonal pattern on the bottom. Just has, like, a weird sole pattern there. That is interesting. Uh, trying to see, I was trying to see if this book had anything else. Oh, uh, this book does have one thing that the other books didn't have, because this is before... It was playable in the game, the 1080 special. Uh, it does have the RNA colors, which are very cool, because it kind of has mass production new new Gundam colors. Huh. Yeah. I, I kind of dig it. Um, it's like a blue, dark blue, and a lighter blue, um, and then the orange. Anyway, not really finding any other uh, Temjins in this book. Now, I know there are, are other Temjins, because there's a whole game... Called Virtual On Force, which has uh, many Temjins, uh, which I do have all their pictures saved. So give me one moment, and I will pull those up for you. Yeah, documentation for this series is weak. Yeah, well, Virtual On Force, we didn't get the arcade version. We got a game called Virtual On Mars for the uh, PS2 that was them taking Virtual On Force and making it have a single-player adventure component. Uh, and also, I think it doesn't work quite as well as a 2v2 game anymore. So, Virtual On Force uh, has a even more detailed Temjin design, uh, as you can see here. Which what on earth? has way more organic things going on. Lots of orange circles. Uh, what is this thing called? I can't remember what this version of the Temjin is called. It's the 747. Sorry, I do remember, actually. The 747. Uh, there's also, actually, in Force, I think the 707 appears and has uh, an alternate color scheme, which is kind of interesting. You can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it basically switches to... It switches like a lot of the white and the blue around, basically, for the armor, in, an, in a way that's kind of interesting. It looks like this is the 747J, is what people are calling it. Right. Well... Uh, you need that little letter at the end because the problem with uh, this little uh, game is that they decided to do a thing where they're like, hey, what if you had a bunch of versions of a uh, virtual roid with like slightly different weapons? So you have other versions like the 747A8, which is, you know, the one you linked, right? The uh, A3. This is uh-huh. the A3, but in Virtual On Force. It's 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 a white Temjin that, it, you know, is like a fancy... What? 
Ace one. The fuck am I looking at? Uh, lots of circles. Um. Yeah. There's also the H two here, which has, uh, basically a full armor thing going on, complete with the fact that it has a double beam rifle. And then a shoulder cannon. And yeah. a shoulder cannon. Uh, blue armor with like a bunch of these like red. See, here's the thing. The 747 is a weird one to talk about because it doesn't actually change the base design that much in terms of its raw shapes. It just, the texture has become a lot more detailed uh-huh. and more freeform. Uh, like, we're, before I mentioned that a lot of the times when you have the different armor, it has like the black around it so it denotes that, oh, this is like a different armor piece. This is definitely a design that is painted as opposed to that. <laughs> you know, this is oh. like... I just learned of its weapon, the the radical zapper. Is that what that's called? Amazing. Uh, no this this is the yeah this is the radical zapper right here. That's ah, the splitting. Okay. Rail fire mode. It gets a bigger one for the uh seven or for the seven forty seven. That's like the one that you know because we looked at the surfboard. Yeah. Um, it's much bigger on the uh seven forty seven. Yeah, seven forty seven though a thing that people I, I, there's not. As much documentation that's easily available for uh, Virtual on Force. I, like I said, I have some of these saved. Um, there's even a Shadow Moon version, of, or the Shadow version of a uh, of the Temjin there, but for the 747. Mm-hmm. A lot of these, again, there's a lot of these that are just, like, recolors. So, you know, kind of hard to re-describe this design. Uh, now, it's the thing is, this these designs are also generally ignored. Uh, I say that because, okay, so I mentioned there's a bunch of these variants, and again, a lot of them are not as major as you would think, like, uh, here. I have a bunch of frontal pics of these. I'm going to send these all at once so these are grouped together for you six. When I say there's a lot of variants, you see what I mean, right? Like, these are very minor variations. Like, for instance, there's ones where whether they're like commander versions that have like a bigger antenna on one side. You see what I mean? I do. And then there's like, you know, it's got extra verniers on the legs and it's got a smaller gun or the full armor one we talked about. For anyone who's a virtual on fan who's listening and may about to be get a little, you know, get get ticked off at me. I'm not writing these down because y'all won't document them properly. I am perfectly happy to add as many units to the list as possible if I have, you know, like proper documentation and model numbers. I'm not going to write the one with the bigger antenna. Yeah, this is kind of the thing, right? Um, Though they also have a version of the 707 in that game that has the backpack uh, of the one that uh, you showed earlier, the A3. Like that, cool. that more fancy wing backpack. Um, cool. Yeah. Like I said, this, this sadly <laughs> for this game, a lot of this stuff is not as documented, though. And I only have pictures, but not, like, the designs. Uh, uh-huh. Like, the not, like, all their details. There's no books for this game. And like I said, it kind of gets ignored because the, more mos- the most modern virtual on game is actually the, a certain, like, it's, it's that crossover with a certain magical index. What? What, you don't know about this? It was a PS4 game. Hold on. Uh, a certain... 
What the fuck? Yeah, because Sega owns most of them. It's uh, Toaru Majitsu no Virtualon. A certain magical Virtualon, I believe, is how you would translate that. Yeah, no, that, yeah. Uh, and you can see it here. Uh, you can see the main character with his Temjin design there. Uh, because it's characters from uh, uh, the Toaru series, apparently... There's a whole bunch I'm of leaving. these that aren't just indexed. What? Six is left. Six is left. I don't know what to do. nothing about the Toadu series. Apparently there's a bunch of them. Alright, I'm back. Welcome back. Uh, I know nothing about the <laughs> Toadu series at all. Uh, unfortunately, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, uh, that's why I left. Ah, oh, 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 this was a big bit. Okay, you were gone for so long <laughs> that I thought an emergency came up. <laughs> no, no, that's all staying in. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> that was me storming out. Uh, okay, well, anyway, um, uh, now, the sales of the game were halted in 2019, weirdly. The game came out in 2018, and then a year later, they halted the physical and digital sales, uh, for quote-unquote various circumstances. I'm assuming it's just copyright stuff. Yeah, that can only mean that they had, they, like, put a song or something in the game they didn't have long-term rights to. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh... There's a the this game uses more uh, of the designs that are from um, uh, Oratorio Tangram rather than uh, Force or Mars. Uh, you have a guy named Kamijo Toma, and he uses a version of the uh, Temjin here, the 707. Uh, his has a very fancy paint job though, so it's the 707 in design. It's almost the exact render of the original. Uh, like they, like Sega somehow still had that model kicking around, which I don't think they did, because I know what they do with their old game data. They throw that shit away. Um, but it's just so this is the main character of the anime. Okay, it's the seven oh seven though with uh, a bunch of like very blue and purple like full body like camo decal things going on, and also writing. It's very weird looking. I kind of dig it in some ways, uh, it, funnily enough. It looks like... What? Like, it looks... Like, like when you put, like, a... It looks like a, a like download, the... like... Oh, yeah. I was like, like, it looks like, you know, an elaborate, like, download skin in, like, Gran Turismo, right? Well, I was gonna say, yeah, it reminds me of, like, a wrap for a car, right? Like, a fancy yeah, car wrap yeah. or something. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you. Yeah. Um... Oh, right, it had a Vita version, too, weirdly. 2018 i forgot they were still making vita games okay um do you have a favorite character from uh from Toa? no oh, well okay. i guess i do i get you know i guess i do give, give, you me, know? give me who they are what's their name it's, it's what is her it's just railgun what's uh misaka misaka mikoto okay she uses yeah, the right she's, she's she's fucking everybody's favorite it's a cheap answer but. i mean no. Doesn't she get a spinoff? Because I know there's a Toaru yes, railgun. She thing. does. Yeah. Okay. That looks bad. I don't like that. You don't like. Uh, you don't like her writing. 
No, I mean, I, I think I don't like the Raiden. Oh, see, I love the Raiden. Uh, it's just a chunky design. It is a chunky design, but I, I mean, like, part of it's like, I think that gun looks dumb. Um. Oh, you don't like the big square? It's got a big square bazooka. I think it looks dumb. You don't like the big square bazooka? I mean, this isn't a Raiden episode. Uh, yeah, because that's, that's actually just the Raiden's bazooka, what it looks like. Like, hold on. Um, pulling up the original Raiden for you real quick, uh, just to show it. Um, it, I love this friend because it, it's it's actually the speedy one because it's it's doing a dom thing. Well, see that looks cooler there. I think it's I think it's the way like the the way that extra details have been added to that bazooka design. I think all the details they've chosen are bad. I think this original super boxy one looks great. Fair. All right. Anyway, that's the last of those though. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any other Temjins I've missed. Uh, I mean, yes, there are, but, like, I we mean, don't have a way of... <laughs> well, well, no, because I think I have all the ones saved from the Force website there, and I link them in the chat. I mean, as I say, I'm just, I can look at this thread of this person who's this Ultra fan who recreated all of them, and I can see that there are a fucking thousand of them. Uh, I guess there might be, like, side story ones, too, because it looks like... Yes. Dengeki ran a lot of weird side stories. Like, I have, um... Those early 1080 pictures are from One Man Rescue, and same with the Shadow picture. Um, and the uh, One Man Rescue was like a uh, visual novel thing uh, from, uh, or not visual novel, uh, a uh, like a light novel or whatever, like a novel with pictures, like model pictures and stuff uh, that mm-hmm. Sega actually did models for. Um, and that was uh, that was where those came from. And I know that there's a couple others like that. That one white Temjin you linked is also from one of those like weird side things. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Uh, yeah, there appears to be a there appears to be a 1080 advance. There are oh yeah, I do have the quite 10- a few 747s. I will say I do have the 1080 advance. I think that appears in Force, given that I have a frontal image of it like this, and all the stuff Let's from see. Virtual on Force has that going on there's the there's the 747 a omg dna there's the 707 g golden crown they just it just i just realized how i could i I did realize what i can do if i open up my ps2 emulator i have virtual on mars here and i can give you you them with the numbers if you want to do the if you want to do a part two someday that's fine for now i'm shutting this down no okay no that's fair uh <clears throat> all right dylan yes where can people find you on the internet uh oh before that though whose request was this oh thank you gosh I, i'm so bad about this uh this was a monophonic request okay cool just I, I i didn't actually have in mind who possibly uh requested it so yeah it's not as much of a sh- you know unless mono knew what a pain in the ass tracking down variance was going to be this is not their usual like pain in the ass shit posts which are always still fun to talk about Uh, i to be fair i always enjoy the episodes but mono has a tendency to be like what would be really annoying to cover (laughs) i i do think that the thing is also that uh i think that virtual on uh does have the issue of you might not know about the stuff from force and all that (laughs) Uh, is the other yeah. thing because I, I mean yeah. one we didn't get the arcade version of Force at all I don't think in the U S and uh, no one cares about Virtual on Mars. <laughs> um, again, there's a reason the Toe Otter game doesn't even use uh 
virtual on force designs it uses the oratorio tangram designs because they know oratorio tangram is the popular one um mm-hmm. oratorio tangram even got like a 360 port back in the day uh then they did a port of all three of the arcade ones for uh the playstation uh i think it was on the ps3 weirdly uh and i want those one day because i actually want to play force because i i've heard that force is actually a solid game it's just unfortunately they followed it up with mars and mars kind of broke that um it's a 2v it's also a 2v2 game anyway yes they did ms girls for virtual on i don't know did they? Yes. See, this is all because of... Uh, I have to... <sighs> Shoutouts to Gundam Kira X on Twitter, at Gundam Kira X, for your thread of recreating seemingly every virtual on design. This is a really long, really comprehensive thread in Mass Builder, and at a certain point it gets into a section called VR Girls. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't think Mass Builder is necessarily equipped to make a normal-looking human. No, it's not good at making people faces. Like, no offense um, to the person who made this, I just think... No, I mean, honestly, like, the the work they've done here is say, kind of astounding. Uh, of course, I try to look up VR Girls Virtual on, and it just didn't pull up anything, so I don't know. Anyway, I like here's this here's this one from a side story. This is the this is not a girl. This is the RVR 15 GBH. And I'm like, I want to know more about this thing. This looks sick. Uh, yeah. Is that an A farmed? I think that's in a farmed. Uh, that's the name sure. of the design. It's Why not? On. Well, because the farmed uh, specifically, if you look at it, the upper body there, the farmed is one whose normal colors I hate because it's supposed to look like a military guy. But, like, look at the oh. shape of the torso and stuff. You can kind of see. Yeah, the Afarm just further up on this. This is one. This is a shadow version of an Afarm, I believe. Okay. Yeah, that explains. Um. um anyway. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well. Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. Uh, you can also find me on co-host at LowPolyRobot. I haven't been posting either place too much. I've been playing a lot of Strange Journey now. Uh, Redux for the... Uh, 3ds that's a fun game mm-hmm. it's the only other shimigami tensei i've played besides smt1 and persona 3 um i definitely think i fall into the side of liking smt more than persona but i will say anyone that tries saying smt is smarter than persona maybe they're right but smt is also still dumb uh i'm i'm just amused like i like strange journey a lot so far i think it's a very fun game i am just amused at how much uh the criticisms of humanity are very banksy level like dumb things uh that it's that feels like it's trying to be smarter than it is but that's fine that seems to be an issue that smt runs into in general of being a 101 level ah here's my criticisms about humanity humans are the real monsters thing and i'm like devil man has already done this and did it a bit better anyway uh i still like smt i think it's fun i think fusing the demons is fun and in this case i think having a militarized science team is kind of great anyway that's it for me six what about you where can people find you online and your work uh you can find me on twitter at six stepmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t M-A-R. Uh, you can also DM me there. Any questions, comments, listener requests. We are starting to get that list down. Um, you know, no pressure. We've got enough if we need to keep going. But, you know, it's uh, your odds of, of getting rolled are, are, are going up. Um, and uh, 
that VF1 Valkyrie episode will happen soon, and there have just been logistic issues. But we have we have a game plan. Yep. Um, but also you can find my work at scanlymedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlymedia, a bunch of podcasts. Until next time, folks. Sega Satan Chiro. Ah, yes.